Hi guys, welcome back to the Greater Generation podcast. Um, it's really been long. <laughs> been having a lot of consistency issues and technical issues, but we are now back on board uh, with our new guest, Jovan. Jovan uh, uh, is my friend from Vienna. I was with Jovan for some good two years and uh, friendship turned into brotherhood. And yeah, here we are. So, um, Jovan, feel free to introduce yourself, uh, where you are, what course you're doing, uh, what your aspiration in life is. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm Bagonja Jovan. I'm currently in the UK doing electrical and electronics engineering. I'm a third year. And basically, my aspirations in life is trying to be the best versions of myself and uh, at the minute I'm also trying to pursue a career path in football so yeah that's pretty much summary about me ah that's that's nice uh Jovan aka JV uh so Jovan what I know about you like uh the main issue here is consistency uh I, I liked your determination, effort, and consistency while you were still uh, in high school. So uh, we, we had a discussion about you in some previous podcast uh, with yeah. Elvis in yeah. Elvis, right? Uh, we had uh, a conversation uh, about the consistency issue under the friendship uh, podcast. And so uh, I want to know, uh, who motivates you to be who you are? Why are you this kind of way? Well, my motivation comes basically from the experiences that I've been through and how people have treated me my my whole entire life. Uh, with saying that, I would give, I would give like references to when I was 15. Uh, by then, I was in an all-boys school and I had a surgery, but looking back at that moment, I realized that all the people around me at that time, you know, they had no purpose and our friendships weren't like real friendships. So I decided to go out and do something that I thought would bring purpose onto me. And I realized that was football. In so doing so, I found myself getting motivation to try to be the best football I can be because in everything I do, I try to aspire to be the best. So that consistency and that will and that drive just came from me wanting to be the best, me thinking I'm the best, and me wanting to show everyone out there that I'm the best, not just through words, but through action. So I guess that's where I get my drive, my consistency from, because I don't want to let myself down. So first, tell us about this uh, operation, uh, this sickness you had, and how uh, what made you feel like the uh, relationships that were not really real uh what made you turn your back what made you rethink well like i said as in an old boy single school you know you go there and the biggest sport being played was rugby so i got dragged into rugby you know you, everyone's trying to make a name for themselves but when i got sick and i was on that hospital bed i realized one thing that in life, you have to do what matters to you, not to do what you think matters to everyone, to try and impress them. So all the friends who send me their condolences and all my friends who I was able to communicate with after, even when I went back to school, 
my relationships were different because I didn't play rugby as much, so I didn't have as much to talk about with the friends I used to who used to play rugby with me. So I was just limited to talking to a number of people. Then again, I was partly a desk scholar as well, so I had interactions with also people like from other schools, like because I was in a single school, I also had friends who are girls who I would talk to on phone. And, you know, I got to know different sides to people. I got to know who really valued me and I got to know who who was being honest with me and who was not being honest with me in that period because that's when I think I felt at my lowest at that period in my life because I'd not yet experienced such a situation whereby it was life-threatening and I felt like you know, it was over. I, I felt like I was going to die because I, I didn't expect to recover. I didn't expect what happened to have happened to me. You know, when you're going through hardship, you keep on asking God, why me? Why have you chosen me? But after that, I came out stronger. I, I believe I came out a better person. I came out extra focused and determined in what I wanted to achieve and do in my life. Um, so I, I'm not going to keep you into sadness forever. I want us to go to uh, the good side of life. So I, I'm going to call this episode uh, a chat with Jovan. We are not uh, completely going to be speaking about consistency, but it's the main thing I've known Jovan for. When, uh, when I was in high school, I used to see you wake up every day at 4 a.m. to do soccer drills, to uh, do soccer training, and all that. No one in the school used to do that, uh, apart from... Okay, yeah, there was one other person. Yeah, but uh, I, I just I liked your consistency, and I, I saw you growing and getting better with time. So I realized the power of repetitively doing uh, what uh, you are doing. Shout out to my greatest fan and sponsor, that's my mom and my dad. They've been great people. Uh, they've helped me so much. They've helped me so much. I, I, I enjoy the fact that uh, parents realize the use of talent. And it's, it's not just about books. Even when I'm in school, I still have something I can do on the side. So I uh, shout out to my mom. Uh, she got me a new kit, uh, recording kit, and I'm happy for that. So um, so I have a, a question for you that uh, given the situations you've been in, would you rather be five years younger or would you choose to look into the future and be five years older? Well, to be honest with you, this, this, this is a question I've asked myself sometime, sometime back. But after after analyzing, I thought it best that if I were younger, I wouldn't have all these experiences that I've gone through. I wouldn't be this version of myself that I am now. And those experiences, I believe, have been good to me because they have made me a much better person and have helped me realize things that I thought I would never realize. So I would prefer to say I wish I were five years older because I would prefer to see what my future looks like rather than to go back into my past. What skills have you learned in five years? Like, well, what, like the ones you can point out and be like, well, this was just... Well, well, I can point out that I've 
become more focused on me i've become more consistent on what i want as i i've i developed a more sensible understanding of the view and the way the world is supposed to work and also in terms of my relationship with god and my spiritual growth as well and also got to meet various people new people who have helped me in my life to shape me into a different and much better person. Oh, that's that's good. So I, I have another question, uh, but this one is it's tricky, <laughs> given uh, the fact that we might have listeners um, of different ages. Uh, this is a question. Is it ever okay to... Well, I mean, most people justify the fact that they're lying with saying that they're trying to save a person from telling them maybe bad news or protect them from something but like it says the truth will set you free and from my experiences I've learned that telling a lie just delays the truth the truth is inevitable it always comes out even if you prolong it for a later date but i believe the earlier you get something out of the way the less mm. the less you have that guilt or that pressure that it may one day come and bite you back so i believe that it's always better to tell the truth with the first opportunity you get ah uh, that's that's true <laughs> that's true uh my my dad always told me that the worst thing that keeps on um bringing problems is telling lies every time every person who does anything wrong has to start with a lie because uh the truth always corresponds with something great so every time you do something wrong you have to add a lie to make it look good um so uh i was still asking you some hypothetical questions but what's what's worse i just want to find out if you was was uh ice or fire i would say fire <laughs> what do you mean have you have you tested both well i mean i've been burnt once and i've exp- and i've had an ice bath once and frankly i'll tell you i would rather take an ice bath than put my hand onto a candle <laughs> ah okay 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 so uh let's get to the gist of the matter uh, i want to speak about your talents um your soccer i want to know who your inspiration was how far you've gone uh what advice would you give uh people out there and um what if if you faced any challenges what challenges have they been so let's start with uh who inspired you to play soccer um i would say my inspiration to play soccer came I wouldn't say I have somebody particular I watched on TV like how everyone says oh I watched Ronaldinho I watched Messi I watched Ronaldo no to me it was more of like something that you do that clears your mind and you're good at it so when you're playing you feel like as if everything else all your worries all your problems in the world have disappeared you just fall in love in that moment with what you're doing and nothing else is is distracting you you feel like you have achieved everything so that is why i got my inspiration for football oh that's that's nice i have a bro who plays soccer uh, uh i hope uh he'll get inspired by you after he listens to this uh podcast 
So um, which challenges have you faced? Well, frankly, I would say I've faced two major challenges. Mm. One being the time aspect, because I'm growing older and I feel like I'm running out of time every single day. And football is something that you can't play for the rest of your life. It's something that you have a limited amount of time to do. And you know, when, when, for instance, you speak to your parents about it, they tell you, you're old, you have to pursue something more sensible. You have to do something with your life. Football won't be there forever. It's going, you're old. Then the other problem I faced is that like changing countries, coming from Uganda, then going to England, it has been quite difficult in terms of confidence. You come thinking that, okay, I'm the best you think you're the best, you know, they're the best, but you meet, <laughs> you, you meet, you meet people who have been in academies their whole entire lives from the age of three in terms of what they can do with the ball, in terms of their mental focus, sharpness, and in terms of where they have reached. And so you find yourself playing on the field with all these guys and, you know, you have that deep in the confidence that you have you have that you have that doubt in yourself that self belief starts to disappear you begin saying well am i good enough to make it i feel those are the two biggest problems i've faced but i've i've been able to conquer one though about age and time that's i believe it's just a matter of of of, of time until you know i get a proper club into a prof- proper professional setting because i feel one had to do with the other. Once I stopped doubting myself, once I started believing myself, and once I remembered why I got into football, everything started to realign itself and make sense to me. Like, what have you done if you sat down and maybe uh, if you've done this, something called a sort analysis? Uh, if you've done that, what, what do you think you've done better? What would you plan to do better uh, to achieve your goal? Right. I always sit down before the start of every season and I put out the goals that I want to achieve for that particular season. And I realized that why I was having issues like self-doubt, it was to do with the pressure I was putting on onto myself. Pressure in terms of I want to impress my coaches. I want to always know what my coaches have to say about my game. But then I soon realized because I've bounced from like three different clubs, I soon realized that me playing football doesn't have to coincide with a particular coach liking me. My style of play is my style of play. It reflects my character. If I want to play in a certain manner, and if a coach is happy with me playing in a certain manner, then I'll be comfortable with that. I mean, I went to the first club I went to, I put a lot of pressure onto myself to try and impress the coach, try and play in a different way that I've never played before. And that backfired. I move on to the second club and same thing, but I move on to the third club, I'm with them for a full season and I realize I'm just being me. I'm playing the way I usually play, you know? I'm not trying anything too hard. I'm just doing me. So that way I discovered, oh, right, everyone has their way of playing and I'm doing me and it's paying off. All right, I'll stick to that. Then the second thing would be I realized that 
I'm not the biggest guy out there. And when it came to that, I just had to put in the work and start going to the gym, make the sacrifice, go to the gym. If it meant going to the gym in the evenings, I do so. If it meant going to the gym in the morning, I do so. And I believe that helped me. You see, uh, I know that when you're in the UK, Canada, the US, um, there are those, there are those uh, countries that are diverse to employment and student affairs. You know, how do you balance school, work, soccer, and personal life? Do you even have um, a life to yourself? What do you do in your free time? Well, I'll be honest with you. If you truly love something, then you'll always make time for it. That's something I've always put in my mind. That's why back in high school, I was able to wake up at 4 a.m. and still attend my classes for the rest of the day without sleeping or having a problem. The truth is, when it comes to things like university, it's not a packed pro- program. It's not, a, it's not something that will stress you. It's about how you manage your time. If you're this kind of person who's focused and knows what they want, it will be very easy for you. But if you're unfocused, if you want to go out, but if you want to go out drink, then I believe that's when it will become a bit hard for you. Because for instance, I would point out that the earliest I have a lecture is 9 a.m. And the latest I have a lecture is 5 p.m. But I don't have lectures every day. I don't have lectures every day. So what stops me from waking up at 7 a.m.? going to the gym until 8 a.m. What stops me in the evening to go and train from about 5 p.m. to 7 p.m.? It's all about your desire. If you have desire for something, you'll make it happen. Then I think the other thing you asked is my personal life. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, football is my personal Mm -hmm. life. I believe that's what I want. For now, it's my personal life. I won't lie to you that there's anything I do in my free time. Because in my free time, like I said, I like I like watching what football videos. I like analyzing football games. I like trying to make my game get better, get to that level that I want it to be. Then, in terms of work, well, work has never gotten in the way of my studies. No football. I always make sure that it's not something I prioritize. To, to better myself, you have to have priorities. And I believe the first priority to me is football, then books, then work. Uh, okay, okay. That's that's quite uh, interesting because uh, I've also been in university and I've been a leader. I also play soccer. I literally play soccer every day. I also have school. Sadly, I have school daily, but as you say that you cannot have school all the time. The university timetable is somehow flexible, so... Uh, I also find ways of doing something on the side. I record my podcasts. I'm working on my YouTube. I'm doing many different things, So, uh, which I think is uh, something good. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, well, <laughs> you're, you're living uh, this kind of... So uh, I want to ask, do you ever get scared or what scares you the most about your future? Um, I would say what scares me most about my future is the fact that I don't know where I'll be in the next five years. I don't know if that, <laughs> that, I, okay. I don't know if I will achieve my goals and dreams. 
But what I could say is that I know that as long as I keep on believing, as long as I keep on doing what needs to be done, then everything is achievable. So uh, do you have any plans that are not football or how far do you see yourself going in academics? Or do you have any other thing you're doing on the side? Well, in terms of academics, I would say yes, I do have a plan because like I said, you can't play football forever. I have I have plans in academics, but those plans are I would say they are ten years into the future. They are not something that I'm considering now. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. Uh, my, my, I have I have a therapist and a mentor. She keeps on telling me that you have to know your plans. So <laughs> your your plans for ten years as early as now. Since right, I would say. <laughs> If I were to mention any other talent, it would be low. That's what I would. That's what what I would pursue in the next ten years. Cause I find myself a person who's able to state the facts, get people to believe in my facts, okay, and able to win an argument based on my facts. So I believe that could also be <laughs> another talent. <laughs> which I would like to also pursue in the next 10 years, maybe. <laughs> I support you on that uh, because, uh, you know, you're, you're positively argumentative. <laughs> I want you to say something from, from your heart, like from deep down, something that has been um, disturbing you anything that you want to say or any kind of advice you would give to people out there uh, the youth we have different problems uh this podcast is called the greater generation i'm interviewing you because uh, you're the right person to speak to about consistency and now i want you to tell people anything what would you wish to tell the youth or what would you tell someone who's younger than you and you don't want them to repeat a mistake you made? Well, it's not going to be one thing, but it's going to be a certain number of things. I would like to say that as a young person, you need to discover yourself first. Because as soon as you discover yourself, you will have purpose and you'll have focus. That's number one. The second thing is to concentrate on doing what you love at an earlier and younger age rather than trying to do everything because you will do everything and at the end of the day, you won't be happy, which will result into a long time or a long life of unhappiness. Then the third thing would be, as a young person, I would say, in terms of the kind of people you associate yourself with, I know this might be a bit cliche because our parents have said it, we've heard this from a lot of people who are older than us, but your company is going to also contribute to who you are as a person, especially from a younger age. If you surround yourself with people who are unserious and unfocused, 
that is going to be the kind of personality you grow up with and that's going to be the kind of person you turn into but if you surround yourself with people who are motivated motivate you want to achieve the best they can beat academics beat in sports then you're going to find yourself achieving a lot of success because you have people who are pushing you and you're also pushing yourself it sort of like becomes a competition which i believe is good thank you very much uh, i think everyone has said I, i normally get these words from probably someone who cares about me or speaker uh, my parents uh, my mentor therapist uh, but hearing this from you is really great maybe some people out there can pick out something and i'm glad that i hosted you here if i want to send out greetings yeah i would uh, i would like to send out my regards to my close friends uh crispus himself the host uh i have keto anold i have uh molindo andrew i have luu taban jackson uh i have also elvis who gives me advice once in a while I have my good friend also Uche. <laughs> uh that's his nickname but uh, we, we 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 call him Onabuche <laughs> though though I find that pronunciation uh, uh quite hard quite challenging. I find okay, that, yeah. that uh, quite challenging. Basically those are those are the people who I usually engage with and give me words of advice and also I'd forgotten to mention Magezi. <laughs> Magezi, he will forgive me. You know, he he will forgive me at at forgotten his name out, but those are the people who have helped me in my trying times and who have given me advice which has helped me. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for uh for coming uh over to the podcast to the greater generation podcast uh thank you for so being a good friend uh thank you for speaking to the people uh, i just like the confidence you have uh, and what you have to say and you you just put everything uh, out there point black uh one last thing before i let you go when you're speaking your friends I remember that I should ask you okay. this because it just popped up. Why does it seem that like you don't have a huge uh number of close friends? You actually think it's good to have many people as friends or it's actually better to keep your circle small? Well, I'm not a person who would say likes publicity. I'm a very private to know what I'm doing. I prefer to have people who I can trust and rely on. So this thing varies with different kinds of people, but I would like to keep my my circle small. I would like to be with my friend the many thing and I know they can also tell me anything rather than being out there known by lots of people, but I can't talk to any of them. Wow. 
Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for uh, being uh, on the Greater Generation podcast. Thank you for being uh, a good person. Thank you for being uh, a trustable friend. And uh, there are very few people actually I could I could trust, or very few people I could run to in case I had a problem. And you're one of them. So uh, thanks for coming through. Uh, thanks for your advice. Also, uh, see you next time. And I'm honored. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the Greater Generation on Apple Podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Breaker, uh, Anchor, and all streaming services. Um, also, uh, I'm releasing a book called Echoes of a Rising Star. Uh, June 2021, uh, you really don't want to miss this. Uh, I, I have quoted texts from my friends because I know most of my friends are rising stars. I have quoted texts from my friends over the previous podcasts um, up to this latest podcast. And uh, we are still uh, working. There is work in progress. And at a very cheap price, you'll be able to get it online thank you very much Jovan. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being a great person for everyone who i can look uh, all right thank you very much thank you everyone for listening uh, you can find jovan on instagram sir jovan uh, that's all <laughs> he does not as you say this a simple person he does not have a lot of social media uh, sites so uh pages i mean so you can find him on instagram as Jovan. you can text him if you want anything if there's something you want him to explain to you better and yeah that's it for today see you in the next episode